Welcome to Kick Back with Chris. Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mintmaster.com. All right, guys, so it's Tuesday again, and it can only mean one thing. It's time for another enthralling episode of Talk Bollocks Tuesday. <laughs> are we officially naming it that now? Are we? Is, that, is that what it is, yeah? Well, I said it last week, and you, you said I couldn't call it that, but I, actually, I think Talk Bollocks Tuesday is pretty good. No one else is going to be able to match that, are they? No, I mean, that's the ultimate podcast uh, title, isn't it, really? It's, I think it's quite good, to be fair. T- yeah, TBT. Yeah, yeah. I get think it, we can we get, get it on t- T-shirts and everything. I was about to say, we should get some T-shirts done up. I think uh, that's going to be a winner. Put it out to the public vote. Yeah, Do we need to know. make some Talk Bollocks Tuesday T-shirts? <laughs> I think that's going to be quite good, actually. Yeah, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'll get designing later on. Oh, no, what have I created? <laughs> Very cool. Anyway, now that I've just created chaos, um, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, thank you, mate. A bit nippy, a bit cold, but, you know. A bit, a bit nippy. So we've we've ventured beyond crisp now. Oh, yeah, it's it's got nippy. Yeah, We're I'm into not, nippy not... territory. Yeah, I'm not be great careful. at the cold. So. Be careful with that one. <laughs> um, oh apart from that apart from yeah the nippiness i am uh i'm good thanks mate crisp crisp nips yeah exactly <laughs> good awesome how's and your you? new classes going how's your new classes going i've been um, seeing them on facebook on yeah they're starting to grow it's really weird like going from a, uh, a school of like 400 members um to a school where i'm teaching like six people mm. and it's really nice it's it's great because i just rock up teach my little heart out people have a good time they yeah. go home it's all good i go home <laughs> you get all the positives like remembering yeah. people's names yeah 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 and uh <laughs> actually seeing improvement in the students yeah. skills but sadly it's starting to grow so you know i'm getting to eight or ten in a class oh, now just you... it's nice because you feel validated but um you better start being nasty yeah um but luckily the space i'm teaching in is, is fairly small so the max i could ever get in a class was probably 15 to 20 which is which is fine so yeah it's going very well people seem to be enjoying it and um, saying nice things so i'm happy and you'll need an extra day no uh, uh, no <laughs> <laughs> i don't think so i'm not ready once a week is enough it'll be full time by this time next year yeah i'll be like why did i do it i've got you know, a new full-time school and yeah, hundred students or something. <laughs> speaking hey, of um, speaking of full-time, you are now officially a twenty-one-year-old. Well, no, you're not officially twenty-one. I should rephrase that. Your school. Oh, has... I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Your school has been officially running twenty-one years. Is that correct? It has, both fortunately uh, and unfortunately. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Wow. Twenty-one. That's. I know. I was but a clueless eight-year-old when we opened. Yeah, <laughs> now, <laughs> and now you're not. No, well, so I was twenty-two years old. Oh wow, yeah, that's such a young age to start a martial arts school on your own, isn't it? Yes. Did you have any help or anything? Um, yeah. So I had my my dad was involved with it, and he still is yep. to this day. Um, my then partner as well, she was involved in it quite heavily. 
Um, and but yeah, other than that, it was just us. Um, it was us. Uh, my complete naivety. Yeah, but youthful exuberance. Ah, yes. That's and and a couple of years' experience of working in two of the biggest full-time schools in the country. Right. So yes. I mean that helped a lot. Yes. Um, so yeah, but yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it was interesting actually. Bizarrely enough, I was looking through because I'm a little bit of a. I'm not a hoarder, but I do keep things that I don't really need to keep. Yeah. And I found a folder on my computer that I'd backed up of all the folder, all the files from when we first opened. Ah, so cool. all the original letters and timetables and pricing structures and everything. Got oh, it all still. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I was having a little cool. click through it and reminding myself of some of the stupid things I did. <laughs> yeah, and the pricing probably back then as well. <laughs> you know, pretty pretty well, different, I expect, now. Uh, the, the, well, the, the, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, of course. Um, so after 21 years in the biz of full-time school, you know, running a full-time school, what's, what have you learned, Chris? Oh, my days. Um, right. If I could get in a time machine now and go back, I would 100% put a, f- a full training program in place for developing staff right assistance and all of that from the beginning because back then at 22 23 was bulletproof and i could do five six classes a night every night and yeah. i'd never ever need help with anything but why would i ever need help i could just do everything and i could and i could stay yeah. up until midnight and get up at five and it didn't yeah. matter um and then i could even still go out to a club or a bar or whatever and i could <laughs> You know, and I could do all these things and I could, but no, that wasn't going to last. And um, yeah, I didn't put, I I should have put more systems in place early doors to really have that that training, those people coming up from the beginning, from the get go. Yes. Um, And I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. So therefore you did everything yourself for a long period of time. Yeah. And I still have the habit of still doing that. I mean, I've got, um, I've got staff in place now doing various different duties. I've got some instructors. I've got um, an account. Well, actually, the one thing I did delegate immediately on day one was accountancy. (laughs) Funny that, yeah. Because I can't (laughs) count for shit. Um, And I got, I actually paid an accountant from year one to do it. And I I couldn't even afford it the first year properly. Um, But by far, it was the most sensible thing because those are just like, they're wizards. Yes. (laughs) They do very clever things with money. I don't understand how they do it, but they do it. But they um, do. And yeah, that was, I'm glad I did that. That was one good thing that I did. But um, yeah, definitely put in a staff training program in place. Now, like, like when I speak to my coaching clients, I'm like the first person you should hire is someone to do your admin. Yeah. Because they're easy to find. There's lots of admin-y people out there. Um, unlike, you know, qualified martial arts instructors who are good at what they do. Uh, do, would you say it'd be an admin person or would it be help on the mat? Ooh, you see, now I don't mind admin. Oh, what? Whoa, you're the first ever instructor I've ever, ever, ever. Really? I'd say that. Yeah, seriously, ever. I don't mind. Ooh. I quite, I like, I like that. I just, I just, obviously, a little off, not off camera. Anyway, I'm trying to be all professional and bodging this earlier on i sent my image on facebook i i sat doing that and i don't mind doing that sort of stuff i don't mind sitting creating ad cop ads i don't mind sitting going through emails i don't mind sitting going through retargeting lists don't mind in fact i actually quite like it 
Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. But... I quite like making lists and things <laughs> off. You're in the wrong job, Chris. Damn, aren't I? He needs to go work in an office. <laughs> and uh, no, 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 no. No, I can do it for myself. Yeah. I know that there's an end goal, but doing it for somebody else, oh hell no. Uh, okay, because that's so rare. That is literally so rare. Like I think that's because I am a compulsive control freak. Okay, right, fair enough. I like to be in control of every element of my 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 school, of my teaching, of me, of my training, of um of everything. Um, yeah, that which is great in some ways, but in other ways, it's an absolute pain. But even the other instructors, who you know, a lot of us would admit we are control freaks, yeah. just either hide from the admin. <laughs> pretend it doesn't exist until it like piles up and causes us major stress or mm. kind of just don't do it so mm. the fact that you're even just doing it is like a revelation to many people i'm sure well i will build a course be a black belting admin <laughs> yep yeah that actually might be the secret is do it yeah that's but, it <laughs> yeah 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 Okay, um, so you'd hire up someone for your map first, then? Probably. I did actually have. Um, I, I mentioned. I can say this because I've not spoken to her in twenty years. But um, my um, then partner at the time, um, she she was on. She was really quite good program director and all that. She did a, she did a fairly good job. Yeah. What I didn't realise and what I didn't understand is why we were not getting any phone calls in the evenings. Turns out. That this is back in the dark ages. She was making use of like the free minutes between like after six o'clock or something, was it? I don't oh, know. It was yeah, free. It. Yeah. She was on the phone to her sister. <laughs> so the reason we were getting no phone calls is because the bloody person behind the desk was on the phone to her sister. <laughs> yeah, this is what the that made for an awkward conversation when I'm like, yeah. you know, when you sat behind the desk for two hours and talking to your sister, nobody can ring us to book in. Could you please yeah. stop doing that? Um, <laughs> And that was yeah. swiftly the end of that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, not far after, actually, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that brings up the whole problem of, of staff, but we won't go down that. Yeah, don't hire thing. your girlfriend. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I've been there as well. <laughs> uh, so what else? Not mine, I hope. What would Might be your second, second thing that you would say after 21 years? What, what would be your second tip? Um take action on things rather than procrastinating if i can say that word procrastinating i can never uh, say that properly yeah. no like what i'll do is I'll, I'll i'll have something that i know i need to do yeah and i'll go through every way it could go wrong in my head over and over again oh before actually just do it like so um things like oh well i don't want if, if i if i change that class then they might all go into that class and it'll be too busy and then what will i do if it's too busy people complain so i don't try i've stopped trying to problem solve before there's a problem yeah and if i need to do something do it and then if there's a problem fix it yeah nice i like that um, because i found for a long time i was holding back the school yeah. And the minute I stopped doing that, we went from 160 to 210 members really quickly because yeah. I was making decisions based on, well, I need to do it to get to this, not I better not do it because this might happen. Yeah, I was doing a lot of decision making on, well, I better not do that because if I do that, then that might happen. Um, and occasionally it did, but then I fixed it. But then you fixed it, exactly. 
I was yeah. I was trying to fight fires before there was even a match. You know, it was like, yeah, um, yeah I was. I do that. I, I used to do that a lot, and I don't do that anymore. Oh, excellent! Yeah, that's that's really common as well. I would say, like, um, massive problem for a lot of instructors is increasing their prices. They haven't increased their prices in five years. Yeah. They're like, if I increase my prices by three pounds, everyone's going to quit, and I'll have no money coming in. And then. I eventually persuade them to increase their prices by £10 and one person quits and then comes back later on. And you're like, all of that stress and worry and, you know, drama and stuff is all in the head. Yeah. Yeah, it's true because everything else is going up in price. Um, you know, gymnastics and football and swimming and, you know, God, swimming lessons. Like, I, I, I know. My yeah, three-year-old, three-year-old goes for a half an hour swimming lesson. It's a tenner. And I'm like, God's sake, she's three. Yeah. And she's in the pool for half an hour, yeah, yeah, of which one of us is in with her at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ten pounds, and here's me fussing over whether I can put my prices up a ten or a month. I know it's mad. I think martial arts, martial arts instructors would do good to see what else is being charged locally for other activities, and realise that they're probably criminally undercharging. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I actually. I had the conversation with it. It was a, a parent was um, typically, you know, as they do. Oh, no, no, I can't ca- cancel Billy's swimming lessons because swimming's really important. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to tell you swimming's not important, but you're actually favoring swimming over his martial arts training. And statistically, the chances of him drowning versus getting punched in the face by somebody <laughs> at school. If you were to look those statistics, you might scare yourself somewhat because I think there's something like 300 deaths by drowning or something. Yeah. Like, several you know tens of thousands of cases of violent bullying at school you know and it's like yeah balance the two out really you know the likelihood of you falling into open water in rotherham versus (laughs) getting punched in the face i think you know (laughs) in rotherham yeah yeah well i'm sorry to anybody from rotherham but no, I mean, I, I get that. I'm not, I don't mean that from the sense that you have to live there. I meant, like, so you're not offended. But anyway, yeah. I'll stop digging that hole quickly. Yeah. I mean, I, I get the swimming argument. I, I think it makes perfect sense. And I think all kids should be able to swim to Absolutely. a high degree. But I also get, you know, the long, like, as soon as my kids could swim, swim well and, and save themselves if they're ever in water, and um, we stopped the swimming lessons because they hated it. And yeah. they wanted to do do other things, which well, appeal- you paid a premium for that swimming, didn't you? Yeah, of course, yeah, because it's expensive, you know. And that, that's the thing, you know, like it's important swims. I think we should be a little bit more like, well, you know, learning how to deal with those kicks and those punches and the, that, those verbal um, assaults, so to speak. You know, you know yeah, having the fortitude and the ability to deal with that it's, it's important. It's getting, I think, it's getting more important as the years go by. Truth be told yeah the world's yeah. getting a scarier place and a nastier place at the same time yeah so um i totally agree um did you manage to persuade the parent to change no the- did i heck <laughs> <laughs> maybe the kid would become an olympic swimming champion and like you they'll go see i told you swimming was maybe or maybe not who knows yeah but, but i no, do like that that idea that you know take take action on stuff and don't let your thoughts stop you um, I'm a big fan of if a decision can be reversed, I always take the decision and always go with it. So if I, you know, open an extra class and it tanks, I can always reverse it, shut it down, start again. If I put my prices up and I get resistance from people joining the school, I can bring them back down. 
Okay. So if I can, you know, change a decision in an instant and go back to where I was before, I'll always take the decision and, and go with it. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. I like that one. Yeah. Um, how many is that now? Is that three? That's two. You got to do at least one more. All right. One more. Um, so early days, I did far more teaching for the benefit of the parents than for the benefit of the students. Oh, that's an interesting one. And I stopped doing that a lot. Not, I would say within the last sort of 10 years, um, which I think some of the parents have a very different opinion of me now. The ones that have stayed around long enough, but um, what, yeah, uh, I used what to mean teach by that. I don't, I don't so quite... when I was, when I was teaching classes, I would like, well, I better not do that. The kids, actually the kids really need this. They need disciplining for this or they need this extra work and i better not do that because the parents might not like it they might not bring them back because they think i'm being mean or they think no uh, i do i do what the i do what the students need i don't right. teach my classes now for the benefit of babysitting the parents feelings or or and then i always keep them in mind and i say this to the staff as well you've got to keep them in mind as to what you're saying and how you're saying it and for sure do we sometimes say stuff for the benefit of parents of course you do you do like your little match chats and you go through life experience and you talk about stuff and the kids are falling asleep and nodding off but the parents are outside going yes this is this is this is what they need we like this and it's of yeah. benefit but sometimes we need to be firm or we need to maybe do certain things um that you're thinking in the back of your head or oh, they're going to think that's too much or going to say this or they're going to do it or you know or the kids are going to moan and go out and go, i don't like it anymore but but yeah. if they need it, they need it, you know, and you have to just go with what you think is right. Um, not, I guess this falls into the not questioning things in the same category to a certain degree. But, um, yeah, I, I stopped teaching to babysit the parents. Right. Okay, what cool. the students need. Um, it doesn't mean you need to turn into, you know, something from Cobra Kai or, you know, <laughs> it's like you have to start screaming at them and... <laughs> Mercies for the week, you know, doing you know, that stuff. But uh, yeah, I think sometimes it can be a bit overly fluffy because people are worried a bit too much about what and, the, and the parent worried, coaches are thinking. What were you? What you worried about initially, and why did that change? Um, I, I think to a certain degree, it was that they might leave, that the parents right. might pull them out because they don't agree with it or they don't like it, or you know. Did you ever have that happen, or is it just a? Like uh, once, once I have had it once that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, right. uh, but that was fine because that particular parent, parent was quite controlling, manipulative sort of character. Um, and they were always going to be right no matter what. And yeah. um, it got to a point where I thought, no, you're actually impacting on the, the the experience that your child's having by being bossy and knowing everything. Yeah. Um, you're not paying me to let you coach your kids. So <laughs> yeah, what I says goes in this building. And if you don't like that, then that's, you know, and it doesn't, I mean, and that sounds a little bit extreme maybe, but I suppose the, the basis of it are true, you know, um, I think it sounds absolutely fair. It's you know, you follow my rules in my building and, and yeah, and, and I'm, and I've said it to the kids, you know, sometimes, you know, like you'll, you'll, they'll be in class and you'll, you know sometimes like sometimes you just have to tell them off yeah i think sometimes people like to skirt around this sort of stuff like you know and i get it there's ways to do it and there's but sometimes you just have to be like billy oi, pack it in you know yeah sometimes you just have to do it 
And then Billy will immediately look down the reception hallway to see the parents' reaction. I'm like, Billy, never mind looking down there. My class, my rules. Yeah. Focus this way. Yeah. You know? Um, It's still things like that, you know? And again, I get it. Not everyone's going to agree with it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. 21 years are still here, so... (laughs) Well, exactly. You can't be all things to all people, can you? You've got to be who you are and how you think martial arts should be taught and and do what you want to do in your own school. And set those rules, attract the people that are going to fit that. Um, and I was playing, I think, you know, you, you, it's it's soul-destroying and crushing tr- playing a, a like a, a fake version of yourself to try and pacify or play off to people's feelings. Yeah, of course. Uh, again, as long as you're not, you know, as long as you're not being Sergeant Slaughter or something, you know, being completely yeah. over the top, then, you know, be, be who you are. Um, and, yeah, attract and- those people and lose the people that don't like that it's fine <laughs> yeah it's fine it's very true when you start isn't it this type of you know when running a martial arts school you you do try and get in everyone and anyone with yeah. a pulse and you try and fit yourself to the person in front of you and give no. them what they want and with other people you're a little bit different and it's you're playing a game no. to try and just keep students it's soul destroying and i think sometimes there's a pressure on school owners and instructors to get every lead like yeah. you get a lead and you must convert them yeah. and it's so not true like you you get you've got to trust i suppose this is another one now trust your gut like if Ooh, number you, four number four trust your gut if, if if you get a call come in or you get you're speaking to them on the phone or they're a war you know whatever and you just get a vibe from them that is just not they're just not right yeah every single time i have had that feeling i have been right and being the silly sausage that i am the amount of times early days that i would go oh it'll be fine it'll work out (laughs) and it comes to the first timetable change or the first grading or the there's a there's an argument about it or there's a you know it's like so just trust your gut if you think somebody's not a fit for your school then politely send them on the way yeah because trying to get everybody in and it, 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 it it's a nightmare well like you say the wrong person in your school can totally change the atmosphere of oh. the lesson the culture how things are it's it can really be like bad can't it for, yeah for you end school. up having to write policies to deal with it yeah which and is that you know it's not great no <laughs> you know? um so yeah trust you got you know if you if you get a feeling that something's not right someone's not right it's better to lose that one person than to bring them in and have that spread, you know, because it's, I've had that before, especially in adults classes. And another long, another thing with trust your gut I'd add is um, nip it in the bud. Like if you're finding that people are causing trouble, Oh yeah. There's, there's, there's in a situation where something has happened and you're not, you're like, did that really just happen? And I'm not sure about that. And you're like, get on it and, deal with it there and then don't let it ride out or go a couple of days or weeks or, or months because it tends to escalate and get worse and yep. worse and worse so yeah yeah trust your gut nip it in the bud yeah definitely i've i've made the mistake of letting things ride on for too long you know people have come and had a moan about this and then the person they were moaning they came and had a moan about the other person then they went off and all talked about it and then it were oh and it's just it's just <laughs> awful it's like being at school but with adults 
And yeah, the best thing I ever did was sort of do very firm weeding of the adults classes at one point. And then I went from having a, I mean, everyone's different and I get everybody does things different, but I stopped offering free trials for adults Hmm. and went to a paid monthly trial system where I actually charge more for the first month than I do for the regular training. That's interesting. Just to see who that we we throw right. So basically, we we charge them a month's training plus their their gloves, their handpads. Yeah. To get them started on a four week course. Yeah. And then at the end of that, if they like it, they carry on. If they don't, well, they've got some they've got some nice handpads. They yeah. have to go and they go and hit a bag at the gym or go somewhere else. Um. And then at the end of that process, they if they like it, I go well, you know, good news, you know. For what you've paid to do four weeks in your gloves, you can pay me that and do it twice a week. Yeah. And they go, like oh, so it's the same price. but it's twice. Or if you pay a little bit more, you can three times a week. Oh, really? Okay. So, and and it's just cut out all the faffers. And, because yeah. you actually have to commit to a month, not yeah. one class for free. Yeah, and also you've just established that they can afford the training. Yeah, exactly. That's genius, Chris. I have some of those ideas sometimes. That should have been number one on your list. Did it? <laughs> Not number five. All <laughs> oh, right. I've lost count now. <laughs> yeah, one five now. So you're doing good. You're doing good. You're not going to get 21 out of me. You need no, about four weeks. We need to get 21. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 21 might have been a, a bit of a stretch. Would I do it all again, though? That's the question, I guess. Right. Okay. And uh-huh. I think I probably would because I don't know what else I could do. Yeah, I mean, it, we we all like a moan about the the job um and you know i i obviously stopped the job five or six years ago but i would definitely do it all again but with you know a better business brain making better decisions you know being more uh more decisive about what i'm getting done yeah i'd definitely do it all again because it's, it's it's a great journey we we have a lot of fun we get to help people we get kick people in the head for a living i mean is there a better job no not in my opinion no. I love no. it. Yeah, and I guess as well, what I would say, these are all pretty random, I guess, but if anybody out there is listening, if you ever feel bad for feeling like you don't... Oh, how do I phrase this? So, like, if you ever have a day where you think, oh, God, I've got to do this again, and I, oh, I'd rather be doing something else, and then you feel bad for feeling like that, like you're not appreciating it, it's like you're allowed to feel like that. Yeah. It's the second you turn your hobby into a job that's gonna start happening yeah of course like yeah. martial arts for me was the center of the universe for so many years and then overnight it became a job yeah and that didn't happen immediately that feeling of oh i've got to do this today yeah but it will creep in and it will happen and it'll come and go yeah you shouldn't ever feel bad for it I always I have my little anchors, my little things that I go back to to remind myself of what I liked about it and why I did it. And, um, you know, it was the mysticism and the, you know, the death touch stuff and all that nonsense. <laughs> but it captures your attention as a child. And yeah, of course. Like the, the, the movies and the, the, all the make believe stuff that you've got it in your head that it's all realistic when you're a kid. And I occasionally I'll just go back and like binge watch. I'll, do, I'll watch like no, no retreat, no surrender, or uh, <laughs> best of the best, or um, you know those really kind of. Let's be honest, they're not great films, but no. that's what captured now. Bloodsport, Kickboxer, yeah, stuff like that. 
And I have that as like my my anchor. And I'm having those off iffy days. I'll just go and watch something like that. And it sort of recenters that whole. This is what you're into. This is why you you know, this yeah. is what got got piqued your interest when you were a kid. And you know, yeah, you've had to deal with some muppet parents and some idiot students, and you know, a tax bill here and a bit, yeah. But yeah. remember what it was, and 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 sort of go back to it occasionally. Yeah, and I I go the other way actually. Like I I I look at like the lockdowns and like how you know how tough it was and how we got taken away from what we loved to do and love to teach and how much that kind of affected us and also affected our students so i i go from that angle that yeah. you know all right it sucks that you're having to do your admin and it sucks that you have to run a facebook ad that yeah. doesn't work and it sucks that parents are moaning but when we couldn't do it we really missed it absolutely so, absolutely yeah that's I the think, one for me i think that was that six Five, six? At least six. I think you've done well. I did to know. I was I wasn't going to do it. I didn't know I was going to do it. But 21. <laughs> I couldn't think of 21. I might have to ask chat GPT. <laughs> well, you could ask, ask, the, ask the fans what is there, what, what, what would they add to the list oh, after their... Because a lot of them have been training 10, 20, 30 years, haven't they? So, well, The amount of times I get people go, oh, you're just a spring chicken. Oh, like, there you go. Jog on. <laughs> <laughs> trying to belittle the fact i've been doing this six days a week for 21 years <laughs> yeah, exactly. falling to pieces <laughs> more fool on you for doing another 10 no i'm joking <laughs> no, no i'm joking you... i'm joking i'll be doing this till i'm 70 literally 80 i don't know i don't know how old i'll be when i stop doing this well um, yeah i mean if you look at people like dan in the center i believe he's 87 he's still teaching yeah. classes at his school I mean, I don't want to still be doing it by then, but I think the thing is I probably still will be because I won't be able to let it go. But also, like, okay, you retire at 65. What exactly are you going to do with your time? I have no idea. Like, you can shuffle around your house a bit, watch daytime TV, but, like, really, is that going to be rewarding? Uh, I I don't quite get it. So, yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll be doing the same, still going, still... Yeah, I think the only way, the only reason I'll ever end up stopping is if I can't for some reason. Yeah. And even then, I'll probably find a way to still do it. There'll be virtual reality by then or something. You know, oh, be able absolutely. To People plug your brain into, your brain into the matrix and just go for a sparring match in Thailand. Well, yeah, I mean, it will get like that where you could train someone, yeah, virtually without physically moving. But you could, your and you'd be avatar able to would do it for you. Feel the pain and everything. Yeah, cool, huh? It's pretty awesome, isn't it? To think you'd be able to do that, like virtually train. Mm. Anyway, on that slightly weird note, um, <laughs> so, so weird. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's um, twenty-one years, eh? It's crazy. Here's uh, another five, at least. <laughs> yeah, you want to make it? I think you should make it to thirty, and I think that's a respectable innings, isn't it? Yeah, that'll be about what? What? So I'm forty-four in January. So, yeah, that'll be all right. I don't even know what that makes me. But, yeah, that'll be all right. Yeah, 53 to retire? Yeah. 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 I don't think it's going to happen. I think I'll be older than that. I don't think I'll be able to afford to, to be fair. You never know, Chris. You never know what's around the corner, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So what have you got going on? Anything you'd like to share with everybody before we disappear off? Uh, no, absolutely nothing. I'm not doing anything <laughs> at the moment. I'm just... Just being nippy. Just being cold and nippy and wishing I was somewhere warm. There was something else with 
something else we were talking about earlier. I can't remember what we said we were going to talk about. Oh, yes. I'm busy. I don't know. Are we mentioning it this time around? No, absolutely not. Next time. Oh, is it next time? Yeah, get, right. them to, get them to... Oh, the there, I, oh that's just done it, done it there. I'm going to make it sound... Like, I'm going to pretend like I did that on purpose. <laughs> no, you just forgot, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, though, for the next... I'll mention this now. For the next um, guest episode, I've got a um, young lad who's not... Well, I don't know how old he is now. He's probably not as young as I'm saying he is. But um, a guy called Stuart Wade. I used to teach him when he was a kid. And he's now not a kid anymore. But we haven't. I've not really seen him in the twenty-something years it's been since I was teaching at the school that he was a student at. Um, and he's carried on with his martial arts, and now he's got his own sort of performance coaching business and everything. And he's going to come on for a little catch-up. So that's going to be quite Ooh. fun. Kind of yeah. ties in with the twenty-one years and everything. To be fair, actually, um, yeah. So he's going to come on and share his experiences in the martial arts, and I'm actually going to ask him what he remembers of me, and I want him to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> what was I like as that 19, 20 year old instructor? <laughs> be honest. Well, full of energy, I assume, and excited and to be running the, the martial arts school. Yeah, probably a bit of a dick as well, to be fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I remember we were, oh, we just we were bouncing around and throwing ourselves around all over the place. It was great fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he's going to be coming on later in the week so people will be able to tune in. Wicked. Sounds good. And why I always keep forgetting to do, because I don't do a separate recording for these episodes, is please make sure, guys, you, you support the podcast by heading over to the, the website, clicking the banner at the top, the Minute Master banner. Go support Minute Master Matthew. I don't know why I'm talking like you're not even here, but go support <laughs> Matt's products, because that little bit of a kickback to us as well. And um, don't forget our friends over at Martialytics and our friends at Art Marshall as well. Go check out their awesome stuff. Um, there, remember to do the stuff. Well done. That's probably one in twenty episodes, but we'll work on that. I know. I know. I'm actually trying to like do this properly, this whole podcasting thing properly, and I keep forgetting to mention the sponsors and affiliates. That's a bit stupid, really. I need to get on it a bit better. But <laughs> I'm good at the talking bit, not so much the admin. That's some irony. <laughs> that is some irony, seeing as you love it. I know. Well, for the love of it all. Anyway, dude, it's been good to chat. Um, and thanks for making me feel old, and uh, we'll we'll catch up. Next My time. pleasure, dude. My pleasure. See you later. Brought to you by Martialytics. Easy to use. Super powerful management software for your martial arts school.